0: This week we're going to talk about how cyber attackers steal your data moving your confidential information from your data center to their laptop this week we're talking about data exfiltration when we think of our house how do we protect it we put locks on our doors locks on our windows we try to keep the bad guys on the outside when we think of protecting our data, it's the same thing. We usually spend most of our time keeping the bad guys out. Rarely do we lock our homes from the inside. We don't put locks on our windows to protect people from going out, but to stop them from coming in. And we have to do this, the same mentality, it's, it's human nature to protect oneself. But as computer professionals, as CIOs, we have to think, how do we stop our data from leaving our data center? Threats from the inside are much dangerous. Once a hacker gets inside your system, they become, in a sense, an insider threat. And insider threats are some of the most damaging to companies, but we're not gonna cover that in this episode. But to these hackers, the data, the data that they steal, is useful only if they can get it from their servers. It could be your database. It could be your production plans. How do you build a proprietary part? The plans for your next project, your client list, your mailing list, your it could be anything, but once that leaves your computer, once that leaves your servers, it can be sold, it can be repackaged. Then it becomes a serious reputational issue also. You have to announce your breach, you have to contact all the people that were harmed. And the best way to present this all this happening is is to make sure the data never leaves your servers. Now, when we think about this, it's it's called exfiltration. Exfiltration is covertly getting the information from your data center out of your data center. From your on premises, off premises. Think of it as as covert shoplifting. Now no one would shoplift if they knew that they can never leave the store. The biggest example of data exfiltration is the famous OPM hack. OPM is the Office of Personnel Management. It's where US, the US government holds security clearance information, the SF-86, if you're familiar with it, for everyone who gets a clearance in the United States. And you can imagine this is a valuable data space. It's one of the largest data breaches in history. In June 2015, there was a data breach targeting these personnel records. It was exfiltrated in the breach, personally identifiable information, social security numbers, name, addresses, It was extremely valuable, and the perpetrators actually encrypted the data on the way out. It wasn't even encrypted on the OPM servers. It all started in May 2014, when the attackers posed as an employee of Keypoint Government Solutions. It's a subcontractor, and with social engineering, gained access. These hackers were state-sponsored. They were working on behalf of the Chinese government, and they carried out the attack. The DNI, the director of national intelligence, James Clapper said, you have to kind of salute the Chinese for what they did. If we had the opportunity to do that, I don't think we'd hesitate for a minute. In the end, they encrypted and exfiltrated 22.1 million records to China. And what does this mean to us? It means that the government can be breached. All of us can be breached. All our data can be exfiltrated. Now, as I said, we're not going to talk about insider threats, people stealing data on USB drives, people stealing data on their employee laptops. What we're we're talking about is blocking data from leaving your data center, from your on-prem data center, from your cloud VPC. The worry is about keeping data in as well as keeping the bad guys out. And I want to look at, at three different ways to do that. One of the first ways, and one of the ways that is so essential to modern security is the principle of least privilege. We want to minimize the privileges, reduces the volume and value of data that can be potentially stolen. If we have one username and password that has access to terabytes of data, terabytes of data can be stolen. But if that username and password combination only has access to what is needed, that's all that can be stolen with that one breach of that username and password. Forrester Research estimates that 80% of security breaches involve privileged credentials. Uh, the second way that I like to look at is egress filtering. Egress is data leaving your data center. You know, if you focus on the data leaving their network and egress filtering, it's, it's an effective way to restrict outbound traffic. Now, security conscious organizations may want to implement a default DeFi policy. This is, this is labor-intensive, time-consuming. There's a lot of different types of outborne traffic, and quite frankly, you may get a lot of complaints from users. But a policy that automatically denies and then allows after it's been cleared is very secure, it's also very cumbersome. But egress filtering, even in its most basic form, can help prevent data loss. And a, and a lot of VPCs have no egress filtering at all. The last one goes back to the OPM hack. And that it was social engineering that allowed the hack. And that's security policy enforcement. Strict security policies are pointless if they're not observed. You ask people to have a secure password. And then they write it on a sticky note next to their computer. These policies are pointless if they're not observed, if they're not understood, if they're not enforced. And there's many solutions out there to automatically enable and enforce these security policies. And every organization should be looking at them. I want to say thanks for listening. If you like more information, we have a free newsletter at zeroday.substack.com.